everybody. We are back. Fresh takes, Rusev and Felice. Full docket of a show to get to you today. I am Paul Russo. Across from me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend covering a very big rivalry football game this week. Nick Felice. Nick, how you doing? How's it going? It's been a few days since we've seen each other and a lot of my stuff's happened in a few short days. Yes, I am covering the Redskins. Oops, sorry. The Washington they football haven't, team. They haven't, the Redskins aren't a thing, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I am covering the Washington football team and the New York Giants this weekend. Wow. Big robbery. No, I'm covering Waterloo at Miners tomorrow, so that'll be pretty cool. But, Paul, how was your Easter? Good. Good. It was, um, I, I mean, we usually do Easter at home anyway, so, um, not anything out of the ordinary there, I guess, but yeah, it was good. You know, this you know, Easter is definitely that holiday. That's... I would, I would say it was kind of relaxing, but I mean, Easter is definitely the holiday to me where it's kind of you know it's not the same as you were when you were a little kid. So, a hundred percent. How about you? How was how was yours? It was good. You know, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. You know, just a, I guess a better meal for lunch <laughs> is really all we did at, at the Felices, but. Yeah. You know, it was good. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking me first. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was a good national championship last night as well. Well, that's obviously one of the topics we'll get to. Baylor and Gonzaga. The NBA has been a few weeks since we've talked there, so we'll talk a little bit there. MLB opening weekend this past weekend. A lot of uh, interesting headline-grabbing news there. And then we are back to one of the great spring traditions, the Masters. So a tradition we'll... like any other. So we'll see who gets Jim Nance's tie there. <laughs> yeah. It should be good. Uh, but um, before we get off the ground, just a quick uh, update for next week. No show next week. Um, We're canceled. No. <laughs> uh, as we've probably alluded to a couple times on here, I'm going to be heading to Richmond at the end of the week next week uh, for the race weekend down there. I'm one of the lucky 30 percenters. So I just have a lot of things to kind of get together in a fairly shorter amount of time than usual. So just no show next week. We aren't going to go every other week just yet. <laughs> like we usually do. Um, so yeah, especially uh, in the summertime, it gets yeah. a little dull. Yeah. So on the sports uh, side, but, but we'll probably obviously remind you guys again at the end of the show, but no show next week. Got matters to attend to that aren't podcast related <laughs> yeah but fun yeah. related <laughs> yeah you know you have great times as yeah. you said as you said before the show um that this will be your fourth time going to richmond should be fifth should be fifth in a row yeah if it wasn't for covid last year uh, did they go to richmond still in that shortened season yeah they did they did they did make both their appearances there okay or actually yeah they did do both there so that way, actually, was it a shortened season, or was it weird because they started? It was just weird. I think they still they got resumed. they still got thirty six races in. Yeah. Um. They just obviously they didn't hit. They didn't go to Chicago. They didn't go to Kentucky, which both resulted in probably the end of both tracks. Um, I mean, among other things, and all, but they didn't make it to Cal or Watkins Glen. They didn't make it to, but can I get an update on uh, how the RV search for Watkins Glen this year? The what search for the uh, who? RV search. Oh, that. Uh, I don't know RV. if we're going to do an RV because it's tough. Unfortunately, so like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm some candy ass, as Dale Earnhardt would say. But, like, if I'm doing Watkins Glen, like, I need an RV with at least electrical and water hookup, like, available to it because, like, okay. We need to backtrack a little bit there. But, like, I've camped before for NASCAR. I've done it once. And it wasn't the most out like our group wasn't the most outrageous group there. Uh, we did Dover, and Dover has a casino right on the track premises. So like we were over there quite a bit, but like you still there's still a certain level of like um, how do I say uh, interesting activities involving the campground um, that you know you still per personally I still would need a hookup for. Well, I don't blame you there. I'm not talking. I don't about know this. what I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards maybe like an Airbnb or something like that, um, just to stay closer. And I mean, I don't mind doing the trip because like I've done Watkins Glen solo or just with one other person, pretty much from 2016 on at this point. Um, 
I mean, if it's just myself, I don't have a problem just driving the 40, 45 minutes back and forth each way at that point. Like, it's just not I, – I, driving doesn't bother me. I'll put it to you that way. But I think in this situation it would probably be better as we're off track enough already. But, I mean, I, th- it, I think it would just be better in that way. Um, like, the number of people coming for Watkins Glen this year for with me slash – Nick Tabar, who's coming, we don't have an exact number yet. <laughs> could be just really us two, could be eight ish, <laughs> nine ish. <laughs> the weekend's going to be here so, quicker than you know him. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too. I haven't gotten tickets yet because usually I wait anyway until June. What do you think the percentage so, of fans will be there? So, yeah, so uh, that's the key part there. I don't know. I mean, the beauty about Watkins Glen is, in theory, you can kind of space yourself out anyway. Um, because really, capacity-wise, they only have seating for like 30,000. They get most of their 100,000-ish people via camping in the infield and even outside the track um, and um, general mission. There's a lot of general mission just kind of standing in grass area. But there's only like 30,000 like physical seats. So I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be interesting. Um I mean, not that I care, but I think they need to kind of figure out logistically better ways to kind of get fans in and everything like that and then kind of probably worry about it from there. But if I had to guess, I'm guessing half capacity. I mean, I don't know. It just depends. What helps is that it's outdoor. It's not like it's indoor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're probably seeing another couple of weeks, a little bit of an increase at, let's say, Yankee Stadium and City Field for, for the Yankees and the Mets. Um, definitely not going to be like the Sabres where, you know, they're on the 10% in and only 300 people show up. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think, um, you know, obviously I'll report back on what was like in Richmond because they're owned by the same company. Uh, ISC slash NASCAR owns both Richmond and that and Watkins Glen. So I'm imagining at least, you know, property wise, they'll have similar deals still at that point. So. Be interesting. That's for TBD. Sure. Yeah. We've gone on for seven minutes pretty much about Watkins Glen, which I love. Hey, Personally, I, I love. I could do, I could do a whole podcast on the Glen, but. Um, I like Watkins Glen, too. We need to get you down. We've been saying for a while we need to get you to a race, but the only way you do it is camping. And I know, see, that's the only thing about camping with you, not to get off track. I feel like you would be much like me, just like we need electrical, we need water. <laughs> Well, my friend Josh lives in Watkins Glen, yeah. so I go there all the time. I just don't hit the, the NASCAR track so, or the park. So what you're saying is I don't stuff. need an Airbnb. We can just kidnap Josh and hide him out for four days. And <laughs> Yes. <laughs> all right, Nick. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Brass tack. <laughs> let's get down to question numero uno. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> Baylor. I was surprised a little bit. Um but Baylor comes out as champions. They're the champs. I don't know if I was really fully expecting to say that come, you know, this time today, looking at it from Sunday night. But here we are. So Baylor just comes out of the gates, firing on all cylinders, offensive and defensively. And that's really what made the difference in this game. Um, 86-70, they come out and they route this mantle. Everyone call Gonzaga. Um, and just, I mean, I, I don't know the last time we really saw a really great, like national championship game. Um, you know, was it maybe great, like score wise, like one of those really tense games? No, but like watching Baylor play basketball last night was really fun. They played a really good brand of basketball. They're athletic. Um, which, I mean, that's the case. That's always been Scott Drew's mantra has been athletic dudes um you know probably most famously up to this point with say Torian prince with the rebound quote but i mean you look at guys like that just athletic as hell um and that was the case for the bears yesterday they used their speed they used their agility um they kill and physicality too like that's a key part i think that's what we lost this how physical baylor was um, they just, I mean, they, they just smoked Gonzaga pretty much out of the gym. Yeah, you know, definitely a little surprised by 
the result because I thought Gonzaga was going to win the national championship. But, you know, after watching that great semifinal, uh, the Final Four between UCLA and Gonzaga, you knew that. Do you think there was a little bit of like a hangover there? A little bit. You know, they played very late on Saturday. It was a very intense game while, while Baylor just walked through Houston. Um, you know, that might have played a little factor of it. It also showed signs that Gonzaga can be beat. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, then there was also signs here like, wow, UCLA played the game of their life and they still couldn't beat them. But Baylor was good, you know. hate to say it, you know. It was, you know, it was Baylor and Gonzaga this whole year. They were the top two teams the whole season. And they got to meet in the national championship, which was pretty cool. You know, we wanted to see that matchup. We were supposed to get earlier in the season, but the game got postponed mm-hmm. or canceled, technically. But, um,. You know, it was a great. It wasn't the best national championship in the world, but it was great to see talent like that because a lot of those guys are gonna be playing in the NBA. Uh, gonna get Davion Mitchell mixed up with Donovan Mitchell because they <laughs> look alike. They wear the same number. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> or do they wear the same number? Yeah, Pretty, forty-five and forty-five. Their last names are Mitchell. They look alike. Um, you know, it's gonna be crazy because they're both gonna be about the same type of player. So, you know, yeah, hats off to. You know, what's his name? Scott Drew or Bryce Drew? Scott. 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 Bryce is the other one. Bryce is at Grand Canyon. Yes. He used to coach Valparaiso, and he was the one that hit the shot for Valparaiso. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, know, it just shows that you got a better chance to win a national championship in basketball than you do football if you're a team like Baylor, you know, who's always been like, you know, below average type uh, big major team. And but it just shows that any team can win a national championship. I have some breaking MLB news. Really on the show? Sorta. But uh, Pittsburgh has a position player pitching. Yeah, I, I got the update. <laughs> it's Philip Evans, and he deserves his name to be recognized because he's the best player on that team. When Continue. Brian Hayes is playing, but um, yeah, you know, it just shows that anyone can win a national championship. Um, uh, you know. You just put together a good team. I mean, look at UCLA. Got mm-hmm. to the Final Four, had it shot. And uh, Mick Cronin definitely needs to be more get more credit as a coach. Um, but we'll see how Scott Drew does. Or is it Scott, Scott Drew? I can't get him mixed up. Scott, Scott Drew, Drew is Scott the Baylor Drew. coach. Yes. <laughs> we'll see how he does with Baylor next year when they lose a bunch of players. Um, um, according to uh, I, I've heard Mark Few and Gonzaga, a couple couple more studs coming in next year, so they're always going to be there because the conference they play in. Will they win a national championship someday? Maybe. You know, they did go to the national championship game this year. They did do that, and they they beat a lot of good teams this year. Mm. Maybe a little overrated teams like Iowa and Virginia, you know, teams like that, who they beat in the regular season. But, you know, good team. It was a great game. I mean, it was a great game. It was great to see those two teams in that game. And another, I'm just happy, you know, as we go on with this COVID plus year plus time, anytime you can finish a season is a great moment mm-hmm. right now in sports. So hopefully by next season and we go back to normal a little bit, actually have a non-conference season, you know, get a normal college basketball yeah. season. Which in. I think we will at that point. Yeah. You know, hats off to them. Hope everything gets back to normal here soon. But, you know, another college basketball season in the books. <laughs> so yeah and it's been um, 18 years now since Syracuse won the national championship I feel targeted I feel hurt <laughs> what is that hat you're wearing today Erie ah you, a keen eye you have Nick this is the Erie Seawolves okay is that double A for the Detroit Tigers I thought Erie was triple A double I got to see many an interesting player at double A there I witnessed perhaps the last true like railroad collision at at home plate too. By the way, really, it's worth a YouTube like search. Just search like home plate minor league. Collision. And you were there for that game. What you were there for that game? Yeah, like the noise was just insane. Like in the silence that fell over the crowd, like afterwards was incredible. Not to look it up, but yeah, I mean it. Just I mean it. You talk about just a team effort on Baylor's part 
mentioned some things about Gonzaga too. Like you had a lot of foul trouble, a lot of turnovers on their part. Just it did not look like things were going to come up right for for Mark Few's guys, and, and it certainly didn't. And you know, well, <laughs> the thing with them is now they're starting to get you know like the Jalen Suggs of the world. You know these five star guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, see- I think eventually. I mean. I thought for you, you for sure had the two best teams all year in the in the championship. It's very rare that we get to say that, especially at the collegiate side of things, basketball wise. Um, yep. So, I mean, it, it, you know, I I definitely thought Gonzaga would probably win, but clearly they didn't. I did take Baylor plus the points, but <laughs> twenty one years since Just, the Big Ten yeah. won a national championship in basketball. So. Michigan State two thousand. Tough times, but mm-hmm. that's the big time for you. And I can't believe I got, you know, tricked into picking them a lot in the, my bracket this year. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's what you get. Don't trust the big time. Don't trust the big time. Now moving on to the other Mitchell. You're, you're, you are right, actually. I'm, I'm going to give you credit. Post All-Star break NBA. Um, a lot of different – stuff and pieces kind of moving right now it's really weird and like Dwayne Dedman apparently is a free agent and the heat are not him so it's really wild um but you know I mean let's start with you kind of made the very you made the excellent transition of Mitchell to Mitchell Utah out west um I did not anticipate them effectively being last year's Nuggets team um when you think about it um you know, I don't. It's not a good ending, though. No. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with this. I don't know where if LeBron is healthy. Like, I don't know where this actually ends for them. Um, and that's also a key thing, obviously, that I kind of alluded to. But I mean, this is the first time like LeBron's actually like hurt, hurt in yeah. our lives, like in his life. Like, it's wild. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll stick with Utah for now. For everything that that team has gone through in the past 12 months, it's pretty incredible because I didn't think that locker room would be able to be a cohesive unit um, at all. I mean, the way it sounded like Gobert and Mitchell did not like each other for a while. And I don't know if their relationship is any better, but clearly they were able to put that aside for the professional aspect of it um, because, I mean... All the stuff's on Mitchell. Don't get me wrong. Everything that Mitchell's doing is MVP worthy. But like, you look at what Gobert is doing. Gobert is having his best year of his career. I mean, hands down. Uh, pretty much averaging a double double. I mean, he's doing. He is the backbone of that team at the moment. And then you look at their other cast characters. Like Jordan Clarkson came out of nowhere there for a while. Kind of cooled off since, uh, but still providing just valuable stuff off the bench for them, effectively. Uh, still have Mar- uh, the one Bogdanovich, Boban. <laughs> He's still there. He's still doing his thing. Royce O'Neal is still there doing his thing. I mean, this is a collective good team that Quinn Snyder's got. Um, you know, it, it's weird. I don't. I didn't anticipate it all this year putting in Utah leads anywhere in a, in a title card, but here we are. So... Um, it, it, it's been a wild ride for the Jazz fans. I hope I, – I do know one. <laughs> I hope it continues on for for them. Who's the Jazz fan, you know? Hank. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I hope that it keeps going for him. I hope it keeps going for them. Um, but, but, again, I don't – I just – I don't know what's going on with the Lakers. I don't know what's going on with the Clippers. Like <laughs> – no, this should be happening. I don't know what's going on with Denver. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, Paul, if this was uh, if this was around the horn, and I was Tony Reale, I would have gave you eight points right there for that take. Thank you. Yeah, because that was good. You know, I would. You know, <laughs> we should we should get someone in here. These are great in our <laughs> comments here, but you know that you like you said Utah is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Utah. Utah is the Denver Nuggets of this year. Do do. Ah, but uh, um, yeah. I, I, if LeBron comes back, obviously they're not going anywhere. I honestly think if they play the Clippers in the in the in the play, playoffs, they're not going anywhere. It's just I don't know. It's kind of the NBA's image. 
that a super team, a team that actually has legit superstars, seems mm-hmm. to always win the championship. Ah, yeah, you got your teams like Dirk, Nowinski's Mavericks, but they still had Dirk. I mean, Dirk was very good at that time, and they, they had a lot of good pieces around them, and it was the first year of LeBron's super team uh, with the Miami Heat, but, you know, usually uh, the team with most stars wins it this year, so... And then that's what we play when playoffs come, and if the Lakers get healthy, I, I don't even think it's more LeBron getting back. It's got to be Anthony a- a- Davis a- getting Piper. back. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yep, give me a point. Anthony Davis is playing, playing, playing at this moment when he doesn't play. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Anthony Davis has to come back. Um, LeBron needs to come back as well. Obviously, he's LeBron, but. I think Anthony Davis, at, in this point in LeBron's career, Anthony Davis is more important than LeBron right now than himself. So, obviously the Nets, you know, they can get as many superstars as they want. They're still never going to be New York's team. Um, Whoa. 80% of them, the city still doesn't like them. Um, you can just listen to Julius Randle's kid. And yeah. You, you saw that. I, sh- I shouldn't be laughing at a kid crying like that. But the kid's <laughs> not wrong. No one likes them True. in New York. do do no one likes them in New York. Um, uh, so, you know, I don't know. Kyrie called the rivalry a Subway Series, and I just, for one, want to fight him for that, by the way. Doo-doo. Thank you. <laughs> Points all around. <laughs> you ever seen the Daniel Toss around the horn? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but, you know. Well, Jimmy Tatro's PTI spoof was pretty good, too, that one that they did. Yeah. I have to watch that. I don't yeah. know if I saw it. Jimmy Tatro, you say? Yeah. I'll have to watch that. Uh, well, you've like, definitely watched it. I probably me. have. I forgot. In fact, you're the one who showed me it. <laughs> I probably have. I probably have. But it, uh, anyway, you know, superstars win your championships. Uh, I like the Knicks this year. I think they can make the playoffs. Hoping to get a top six seed, especially when we're fighting out with Atlanta and Charlotte. Uh, and Miami's looking like they're going to get a top six seed, but uh, Toronto, not at all. Are they even going to make the playoffs? They've been struggling. A lot of stuff, in, a lot of stuff for the for the Tampa Bay Raptors. Yeah, they need to get home. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I I think it's I'm it's only like I think there's only like six more weeks left of the regular season, so. I'm looking forward to the playoffs, and hopefully the Knicks don't play in that. Uh, I can't believe I'm even saying this because I think they're going to be at least in the playing round. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they're not in the playing round. I can enjoy that, watch that, and then get ready for a series wherever we probably had because at the most we'll probably be a five or six seed. Hopefully, you know, maybe outside chance at the four to get a home court. But tough schedule, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm definitely rooting for Utah. I just don't think they can get there. It's understandable. But Denver's come on strong, too. Denver's starting to become the Denver of last year. So, it might be Denver over again. So, kind of alluded to a couple different things that I wanted to talk about. But, I mean, the Nets just dominating the buyout market. (laughs) Sort of. But they've definitely yeah. been the, the leaders in the clubhouse for that. Um, they really developed all those players. Aldridge, Griffin, yeah. I mean, this got a bunch of guys who do really good with the ball, not in their hands, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a but, mess. So, I just I don't I, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. I think people are starting to I think people are sleeping on the heat again, which is interesting given the fact of what we saw last year and that they improved their what team. What would your brother Pat, who's a Nets fan, think of that comment right there? Oh, he'd be yelling at me because he would. He, I can yeah, see him right now over I, here. He'd be yelling. I mean, but, I mean, the Heat improve have improved their team from last year. I mean it. <laughs> and you are still the defending yeah. Eastern Conference champs. Yeah, I mean it. It, it is what it is. Well, I am right. I was right about your Knicks. Can we rewind the tape to go back to you know whenever it was December when we did our predictions and I said the Knicks would be a playoff team. <laughs> yeah, but um, Tibbs is playing them good guys good. Now is I just I just hope for 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 your sake that he doesn't burn him out because I've kind of picked we were watching that one game last week and it looked like Randall was just gassed. Yeah, he's gassed a lot. <laughs> but uh would do you count those teams that are in the playing round playoff teams? Yeah, I mean this year I gotta. 
Um, I mean, it depends if I guess it depends if it sticks or not. This year, I you think say, they'll keep it. I think they will. Well, Silver wants to. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it overall, but whatever. I think this year I got classed by them as playoff teams. They did what they had to do to get into the playoff. I kind of I kind of look at it as if it's like the wild card for baseball. Like we we def, you know, it's not like I don't mean to pick on them, but it's always the easy example because it's been the best games since we've had them. You know, it's not like we looked back and said, "Oh, the Pirates and Reds aren't in the playoffs." Mm-hmm. You know, they were in the playoffs. They played that wild card game what three years in a row? <laughs> it felt yeah. like so. Um, yeah, I mean, I classify them. Uh, bring up a good point. The a- Anthony Davis AD is taking a while to get back. Um, they're saying that they're doing it as a precautionary thing. I don't, you know, for an injury that he should have been back from by now. Someone ain't right. I Do you think have the standings pulled up? I can pull it up. Yeah. You know, just wondering, because how many games up are the Lakers from the playing round and also the playoffs? Because you can't be sitting out too much because they don't have the best team out there right now, and mm-hmm. you don't want to keep losing. Yeah, so. so they are – the Lakers are currently in the fifth spot. Yep. Seventh um, seed is the plan. They're – Two and a half games up of the seven seed. What about the eleven? They should be good there, unless something happens where they get. Who is the eleven? New Orleans. Really? At twenty-two and twenty-seven. So the Lakers got to go on a skid. How many back is New Orleans at the ten? Ooh, half a game. Okay. Golden State. Really? Yep. So I mean, the Lakers would have to go on what a. Ten and a half game slide, so. And there's only like twenty games left. Yeah. But still, that would be something if they played in that playing round, though. I mean, well, to to the eleven seed anyway. Yeah, but still playing that playing round. Yeah. I mean, they're close. They're teetering. I mean, obviously, you brought up the Nuggets. Nuggets have made a really strong push in the past really month. They project themselves up into the four seed. Where's Portland? Portland's the six. Um, they are they are a half game behind the Lakers, and a game and a half, actually technically two and a half up on the Mavs. So, so the Mavs are in that playing round yep. right now. Wow. And you look in the East, things have I wouldn't say they've tightened up, but it's it's certainly a weird dynamic in the East, uh, only because pretty much the four seed on down through. Um, Really, the nine's pretty compact. Atlanta, Miami, Charlotte, Boston, the Knicks, and the Pacers. Um, then after that, it not as compact, but, I mean, the Bulls are like two games back of Indiana. Last team in right now, as we've alluded to, would be the Raptors. They're in. Yes. Really? They're the 11th seed. Oh, so they're out. Oh, I thought the 11, whatever, yeah. yeah so gotcha. 11 is out. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. So they're they're on the outside looking in. They're they're pretty much a full game back of Chicago. So it'll be interesting in that realm. Who are we trusting out of the East? Do you have anybody that you're trusting out of the East? Um, just the NBA. What happens a lot of the time? Mm-hmm. I'm trusting the Nets. If I had to put some money on the team in the East, I'd probably put on the Nets. But obviously the two key players for their team is Durant, first of all. Honestly, I don't know. I I might say James Harden, first of all. Might be James Harden. It's James Harden and Durant, obviously. If they lose, I think it's Jeff Green, but continue. Okay. <laughs> if they lose James Harden and Durant, it don't matter who the other three players are. They're not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might hurt them if they lose one. So we'll see how they bounce back from their injuries. But, yeah, you're right, though. I personally think Jimmy Butler is probably the most valuable player Thank you. in the NBA. Yeah, don't say that to Pat. He, he's not a, like a like a superstar scorer, but he, what he does for that team... What he does defensively is huge. <laughs> and just, like, when he leads the game, yeah. even it's not even hurt. He just has to sit. Yeah. The team is just so much... It yeah. just. So much well, that's where that depot trade hopefully comes out. Yeah, <laughs> they're so much better with him on the court, yeah. and they're well coached, well run. 
I just don't know if they can hang with the Nets superstars. But that's why they play the games. We'll see. Can't ever trust a box. A boxer in that situation, prove me something, yeah. and I'll believe in you. Yeah. And then the other team is the Sixers. No. Just just no. <laughs> they, they, they have a good record, but Atlanta was the number one seed. Then. Remember that? They were yeah. the number one seed one year. So it's the Nets, Heat, and Bucks, in my, or in my opinion. All right. Thank you. But Makes I, you feel good as a Heat fan. But I'm <laughs> trusting the – oh, they're the defending Eastern Conference yeah. champs. I mean, yeah, it was in a bubble, but they. All still, I'm saying is the Heat are the five seed. And you want to know what seed they made the finals as last year? A five seed. Yeah, that four seed Spono's. pace was terrible. Sponos, baby. They dominated. <laughs> I remember being at a Tourney Stone for one of those games. Yeah. They just dominated their way through that series. Yeah. But well, they didn't have some bonus too. That really hurt them. Not my problem. Okay. Big TJ Warren was supposed to be the stopper for them. It yeah, TJ Warren was great for my fantasy team this year. <laughs> TJ Warren's the new Lavoie Allen. Whatever. Anyway. Who are you trusting? Obviously. The Heat. The Heat. What about the Lakers? I mean, the I'll, Lakers. Give you, I'll give you unbiased if, 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 if the Lakers are healthy, it's got to be the Lakers, right? I mean, if not, I don't know. I think it's kind of wide open at that point. Because Clippers are kind of in that bus. Part of me wants to hitch the wagon to the Blazers. Yeah. Either I think the Blazers or the Nuggets. I just don't know if they play enough defense, yeah. the Blazers. But I will say Blazers or the Nuggets only because I think Utah is going to have that first time in the playoff, going that projected deep into the playoffs. So. And the Clippers are kind of like the Bucks. Yeah. Prove me something, or and then I'll believe in you. The rumors about Kawhi leaving at the end of the year. So Probably. We'll see. And Durant and them are going to learn. It's not fun being the secondary team in a city. True. True. Don't matter how good the Clippers and Nets are, you're still not the Lakers and the Knicks. All right. MLB opening weekend. We had celebrations. We have a mini COVID outbreak. We have uh, uh, the two-way transitional talent of Shohei Otani just making headlines. <laughs> it was a fun opening weekend. I mean, outside of the COVID part, but... Um, it was fun getting back. The, the first weekend of baseball I always like because it's always – it's seriously – there's a game somewhere always on. Um, whether MLB Network or ESPN, Fox kits off their coverage at the end of this week. But MLB Network always has a game on. ESPN all day Thursday and Friday had games on. It was a fun baseball weekend. Give ESPN some credit, you know, putting the White yeah. Sox on a couple of times this in the first week. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wonder why, but um, I'm I, I want to start though with with Castellanos and the Reds because I don't see how he got the two game suspension. Um, obviously, overall, Nick, me and you see differently on the home run celebrations and getting beat stuff like that, right? But. Um, I think we both agree kind of where we stand on a certain catcher of the St. Louis Cardinals overall. <laughs> um, so it was Yachty, right? How, yeah. How was Yachty not getting suspended for grabbing Castellanos at all? But okay. Castellanos got suspended for yelling. <laughs> so I, I saw it once, the replay. Okay. So what I saw was Castellanos getting right in Yachty's face. But that wasn't Yachty. Oh, it wasn't Yachty. Well, wait, which time are you talking about? One where he's right in his face. Who was that? Was that when he came into home plate? That was the pitcher. The yeah, pitcher who yeah, beamed the pit, him. The pitcher. The pitcher who beamed him. Oh, so it, that was after the beam. Yeah. Yeah. This this just changed your opinion and view on this, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that happened first and then they beamed ah, him. Ah, okay. See, I thought that happened first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't really look into it much, but... I hate both teams. Might join the Cardinals tonight because the Reds just kicked the Pirates' butts tonight. I don't know. I thought when I first thought, I thought Castellano did that, and I was like, "Oh, definitely beating that guy. Don't do that shit." And then, and then, uh, and but if it's the other way around now, I guess I don't know. What, I don't know how to look at it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> There's conflicting interest views of you who view baseball going at it at the same time in this. 
I can tell. So he, Yachty grabbed him. Same game? Yeah. Same game. What do you mean grabbed him? When, like, when did he came grab? up. So he came up. So, like, the play at home plate happens. Castellanos gets up, yells at the pitcher who was at home plate with him, flexes on him. I don't really think it was, like, the flex that people think, like, you know, like that. But, like, it wasn't whatever. Either way. And then Yadi comes running, and then there's the typical barking at first as the dugout's empty. And then Castellanos is kind of trying to walk away from it. And Yadi grabs him like this and like this. And... <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, so I might be on the, the Castellano side then. I mean... If that's what happened. I mean, I don't think anybody really should have been suspended for that, if I'm being honest. I mean, I get the fines that they had to do probably because of COVID protocols and everything like that. But, like, if anybody was getting suspended that, it probably should have been Yachty for grabbing people. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just kind of my view at, at that point anyway. <laughs> that's baseball, though. Yeah. That's just baseball things. Um kind of crazy we saw it so so early mm-hmm. in the season um uh, but you know you know it's the it's, reds and cardinals are becoming a very interesting rivalry though the reds just like to mess with a bunch of people though they just like to get in those brawls that's just their thing and i mean they got dudes i will say their announcers this year since they got a new crew way worse than their last ones Oh man, they're they biased. I know you're supposed. It's your channel. You're supposed to. Be I haven't. Biased. I haven't heard admittedly any of their broadcasts. I, I know you're supposed to be biased, but man, are they biased? I. I but it, you're supposed to be biased, but they're just extreme. They don't say anything good about your other team. Uh, but well, they're also part of the new Bali Sports. Yes. Shit. <laughs> um, so you know. It was, it was it was it's good to see baseball back. That's all I can really say. I don't know. I mean, did you enjoy it for sure? Oh yeah. MLB Network was always on my TV at night this weekend. So. Yeah, I'm gonna be putting MLB Network on a little bit um, more. I mean, like Shohei Otani. Like can like I hope for the life of me this dude stays fully. Healthy that was the first time he did both, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, just electric factory type stuff. I mean, for once, I'm going to have to give respect to Joe Madden. Just leading him in the lineup, going for it. I, I will it. never do that. But Even though I'm pro DH, I have to give props to Joe Madden on this one. Just saying, screw it. Otani's bat's too good. We just got to leave him in the lineup. And it, it paid off. I mean, it freaking paid off. This dude threw a pitch that was 100 mile and hit a ball that was 100 mile per hour. Like, that's nuts. He's interesting because you don't even know if he's like – because, you know – with switch hitters, yeah, one's better on the left side, or the and one mm-hmm. you know weaker on the right side, or or yeah. right, vice versa. This guy, you don't even know if he's a better hitter or a better pitcher. You can't, I mean, all we really know, to be fair, American side of is more or less the hitting because he something's always popped up pitching. And he's he's just a baseball player. And by the way, off topic, but not but on topic, um, fantasy baseball though. If you need Shohei Otani, he's available because he's just a DH. And I also have Stan, who's just a DH, and there's only one spot for the both of them, for one of them. And uh, if you're interested, I mean, I might give you Nick Solak for Otani. I need a. Is he a pitcher? No. I need a starter. Just, a, just start. Show his a starter. I know he's a starter, but he's a hitter <laughs> four other days. I mean, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. I'm just saying. I'm just thankful that he's on the market for a low price. I'm low just, price. He's on the market. Jesus Christ! I can give you bread hand. <laughs> Really? He's not a starter. I know. <laughs> but I can change my ways. But, you know, it's interesting to see him hit both sides because he's just a baseball player, man. And I he's a, he's a good player. Definitely you thought, oh, this guy's going to be a bust. But he's not. He hasn't been a bust at all. And uh, he's still young, right? Yeah. Pretty young. So... Yeah, it definitely sucks. I see the topics up there. It definitely sucks about the COVID outbreaks. That, yeah. that well, really, it's just the Nationals, and it turns out it's four players. But like, either way, it's like it sucks because that's how the last season started was with a bunch of COVID yeah. outbreaks. Like the Marlins and them were early on the season. Yeah. The Cardinals, and yeah, it's just you know, I can't even imagine being a Washington Nationals fan playing your first game today. You know, it took that long to finally play, and was it first pitch? But what a way to win, though. Yeah, they did win, right? Show, uh, uh, Juan Soto walk-off single. Was it? Okay, I saw it was tied. 
I, I just know Max Scherzer gave up a home run, I think, on the first pitch of yeah, the game. Yeah, Acuna freaking sent a bomb. Yeah, they hit him again. I think he hit another home yeah. run. Braves all winless. How about that? What's going on with the Braves? I tried telling you, Phillies. What's going on with Moneyball? Yeah. Moneyball. They had a tough I schedule. Told, I, I tried telling you, like, this Oakland A team this year is going to be rough. because, And now they're minus Trevor Rosenthal, too. So, he's got a heart problem, apparently. It's oh, popped really? up. Yeah. So... Hate to see that, but yeah. yeah, some winless teams. Pirates not winless, but <laughs> man, I feel so bad for y'all because like, like obviously I've been high on Kevin Hayes now for pretty much a full year. Haven't won since he went out and hits that home run opening day, and then it gets hurt the next day. Well, next game. Just talk about a shot across the chest. <laughs> yes, I have no reason to watch the games anymore. Are they going to call up O'Neill Cruz or what's his deal? Uh, it's all about money. So yeah. whenever they don't, you know, it's all about contract scenarios or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like a certain date where. No, you yeah, I know, I know about the playing time. I didn't know that. That's what yeah. They don't. They, they don't go by talent. They go by money in Pittsburgh. So whenever that's ready, sell the team, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, but yeah, Bob. They, look, they I have win. me and Nick combined. We have fourteen dollars and eighty-three cents. We can make a purchase offer if you want. Yeah, it's more money than uh. Nick and if we if we become owners, making... I am more than willing to bring back the nineteen seventies style uniforms, and we can let it ride. But Brian Hayes just another showing of what a star player can do for a team, and that's helped win since he went out. They have not won. McCutcheon did that back in the day. Mike Trout has never done that in his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, Key Brian Hayes is greater than Mike Trout. <laughs> yes. Trout did get in the playoffs one year, but then they got Luckily scrapped. for you, I do subscribe to that theory. So Yes. I just I I think a star player can lead a team in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's a team sport, but a star player can lead a team in what's going on in Anaheim. Oh, not Anaheim anymore. Lost Anaheim. Well, even though the stadium is still in Anaheim. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Good times. Hopefully get down to a game this year. Yeah. Well, Nick, speaking of good times, it's a tradition unlike any other. Hello, friends. It's me, Paul Russo, as we discuss the, the Masters. Masters. Man, I felt like we just had one of these. I know, but it comes back. There's something about Masters in springtime. It, it just obviously feels right, like, not, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, it just feels it feels just so good to be Masters Week. Um, fairly, I'm calling it a fairly stacked field. Like, I don't know who is probably the. I'm sure, obviously, there are exact favorites, but I'm not looking at it this year because I don't think there is an exact favorite this year. Um, just the way, obviously, COVID's still kind of being fluky and whatever. You know, I it, guys obviously are different, whatever. It's like Tiger was supposed to be here, obviously, but the car accident happened. So everything's kind of, I wouldn't say, th- thrown together is definitely the wrong term. But it kind of feels like you have a bunch of different guys coming in with different backgrounds this past, you know, like year with training and everything. I don't know what to expect. And the last time they were there, obviously, in November, you know, course kind of played a little bit different plays obviously played real easy yeah definitely not your typical definitely your typical like augusta national you know weekend Mm -hmm. so yeah but but i'm excited i don't know nick obviously you know you get excited for this but like how do you feel about the masters because at least for me anyway it's such a weird i'm extremely happy but also like i don't know who to exactly look at this year? Yeah, um, I'm gonna get, probably get out to Del Lago tomorrow, make my Masters picks. Mm-hmm. Probably do about four people, something like that. Not sure yet. But shout out, shout out to Dustin Johnson's brother, also caddy, for hosting a caddies championship dinner. I can't believe caddies are not invited to that winners championship dinner that they have every week, every year this week. Um, because it's a, it's a, it's definitely a team effort, the two of them. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Caddy should be going invited to that dinner going forward, but we'll see what happens. Shout out to his brother hosting a Caddy's Championship dinner. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the, I think you got the Masters, a typical, a traditional Masters like this. 
I think you got to go all these off guys that have track record who's done good in this in this course. You know, you look at a guy like, uh, and I think the the course plays for long hitters as well. So mm-hmm. obviously, you, you first guy you think of is Bryson DeChambeau, or Rory McIlroy, um, and of course there's like Phil Mickelson and Bubba Watson who have done good in this tournament. Um, you know, just guys who've, who've, who've done good. Like, even a guy like Freddie Couples. I'm not sure if he's playing in this year, but I haven't really seen the Freddie field. Couples is in the mix. Yeah, Masters. he usually is. But he usually plays one good around. You're like, oh, my goodness, Freddie's up there. Uh, I always like to see Mike Weir out there because, you know, 2003 champ. But, um, you know, it's... It's definitely one of the best-looking courses out there. little disappointed trying to figure out how to get the ESPN Plus for Thursday and Friday because the coverage doesn't come out until 3 o'clock. A little disappointed about that. Well, they're trying to sell it this year, that's why. Because yeah. they have special like pairings and whatever that they're following. Yeah. And... It's always a great time to watch the Masters. Uh, I always look forward to it, you know, because it's, it's always about right before my birthday. All right, my guy VJ sings in this year. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. 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 All former champions get to come back. I'm pretty sure VJ Singh won this mm-hmm. tournament. It's got to be the reason yep. why he's there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good time. Like I said, it's right before my birthday every year, so it always gets me in a good mood. Weather's starting to get better. It's always good and better around this time. So, you know, I think here's what I'll say what my predictions for the week. I'm going to pick a guy who you should put money on. I'm going to give you a guy that could be a sleeper, and I'm going to get you a guy that you should probably stay away. My guy who you should put money on for this week, uh, I mean, I hate to be bold, but Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson, a favorite, uh, another favorite who you should keep an eye out for is Jordan Speed. Obviously, Jordan Speed won last week. Dustin Johnson, you know, won this last in November. Uh, it's tough to win back-to-back tournaments, but the way Jordan Speed played all 2021, he's been playing, he's been up there. He's choked a little bit. I would not be surprised, and he's won this before. He's competed in this multiple times. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, Dustin Johnson, you know, he's just he's a he's a baller. Uh, so. I think you should put money on Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson to win this. A sleeper? I'll give you a sleeper in this tournament. Um, I am. I don't. I don't know how much of a sleeper this guy is. Xander Schauffele. Uh-huh. He's he's up there. I mean, he's pretty well known nowadays. But uh, you know, one of these times he's going to win one of these majors. He's competed a lot of the time. Uh, I think. I think this could be it. Finally. And we'll see. Finau, you always like to put his name out there, but Finau just, you know, he's still only got that one career win, I'm pretty sure, still. So we'll see what he does. You know, there's a lot of guys you can pick. One guy I would stay away from maybe is John Rahm. John Rahm is always that type of name. You're like, yeah, he's going to win it this year. And he just never does, so. I would stay away from Don Rom. I might stay away away from DeShambo, another big name that people are gonna probably put their money on. But man, the way he can hit it, he could he can uh he could easily win this, especially if he's putting well. Mm. And uh I don't know, Paul. Who you you You're like for it. my two? I'll yeah. give you my dark horse slash personal hero who I wouldn't mind see winning. Outside of Tony Finau, of course. Colin Morikawa. Okay. He won uh, last year. Yeah. Uh he he, he tends he he he's always there, I mean from what I've noticed with his other tournaments too anyway, so I'm going there. But I think I'm biting the bullet on this one. Give me Tommy Fleetwood. I think he's due. He's always again a guy who's typically always there in that final round the past couple years across the majors. Give me Tommy Fleetwood. I'm going for it. I think this year with Tommy Fleetwood. One more sleeper for you. Go ahead. Cameron Smith could win this tournament. He is a uh, South African or Australian. Where's Tony Reale? Where's he in the He's back from of my Australia. Ears? Australia, yeah. Um, yeah, Cameron Smith's been playing well, man. Um, 
I like Cameron Smith, I think, as a sleeper. Why not? Kevin Kisner? Why not Bubba Watson? <laughs> you know, like I said, people with good track records in this on this course, why not? Why not Bubba? Why not Phil? Mm-hmm. It should be fun. Yeah. My brother's saying Daniel Berger, watch out for. Ooh. Burger? All I'm saying is that my boy Louis Ustazen's in there, so never count him out. But Ricky's Ricky's not in there, though, this year. It kills me. Rough yeah. year last year for him. <laughs> we just gave out about 15 names, so hopefully we just Hopefully said... you picked the right one. <laughs> uh, so, uh, hopefully we just said yeah. the, the 2021 Masters Champion. Yeah. But you don't know. Speaking of not knowing, uh, that takes us to the end of the show. And one more thing. Fire away. Oh, go ahead. Go it ahead. is. I did see here it was the fourth time that Tiger, Will's, Tiger Woods will miss the Masters. So that's sad wow. to see. Hopefully he's on the men. Yeah. Obviously. So. All right. Now that takes us to the end of the show. Uh, again, we won't be on next week taking the week off. Uh, Nick, who are you shouting out this week? I'm going to shout out. Uh, before I shout out, I just want to say you and me. Brackets improve, but still yeah. not good in our brackets. I went about the most chalk I've ever gone, and it bit me. <laughs> so I'm going to shout my both my parents. How about this? Matt wins the bracket challenge last year. We do a top three in money this year, and both my parents finish in the top two. Second, my mom, my third, my dad. So they got some money. So how about that? The police has come out with a little bit of money. Not me. Bracketologist. Brackets improving, but... You got bracketologists still around the south side of town. Yeah. It's not rigged, I swear. It's not rigged. But <laughs> I'm not a crook. <laughs> but shout out mom and dad. All right. Thanks for creating me. <laughs> <laughs> that takes us now for sure to the end of the show. I don't know if we'll be back in two weeks now anyway after that. <laughs> either, oh, excuse me, either way. Next week off, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Like, share, subscribe, all the fun stuff. We'll catch you next time here on the Fresh Takes Podcast with Russo and Felice.